0: Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity Program design and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclincipata.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Back again. It is mindful personal training with your host. That would be me, Dr. C. Thanks for coming back and listening and downloading the podcast. We are grateful. We will never stop being grateful because you could download anything you'd like to, and you could listen to anything you'd like to, but you do choose to spend some time with us to have a conversation about health, fitness, mindfulness, and making sure that you get the right advice and do the best thing you can for your body and for your health and wellness with what We discuss. Well, this week we got another email. uh, But before that, uh, thank you so much for, we've been waiting for one of these guys, but uh, it is San Francisco, California. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It is a city of millions and millions of people, but a few of you decided to download the podcast. So thank you, San Francisco. Well, this week we, per the email, and once again, we just love having you guys send us the email. The website is up and running. It's been up and running. Uh, You have any questions, please do not hesitate to ask us. So one of the questions is they were interested in finding out uh, one of the things that they had considered in the past and they had considered it because other friends have gone there and there was some great success, but they wanted to know my opinion on it. And they wanted to know if the success is long lasting. So the question was, does or do uh, weight loss camps work? Well, I, if you're asking me a direct question with one word answer, I say no. And the reason why is this. We look at different factors for success. And one of the factors for weight loss success or healthy success is, is it longstanding? So when we are kind of analyzing and, and discussing about weight loss camps, they're not real life. I mean, they're not supposed to be, of course, but it, it kind of defeats the purpose of it to have it implemented in your real life, but yet you're not practicing real life situations. And uh, we further thought about some of the things that it doesn't focus, It has well, rather it has too much focus on the scale. You start camp at a certain weight and your goal is to lose weight at the end of camp and, and have that focus on the scale. And And quite frankly, you really should not do that. Um, Those are numbers that go up and down every day. They go up and down every hour. Um, And I think most weight loss camps tout that. And they talk about how much weight you're going to lose and average numbers. And they're not atypical. Um, But at the same time, that's not where the focus should be. Finally, uh, one of the things we also talked about with the discussion with the email is that the lessons are not based in sound science. And we'll talk about that further, but just a little peek, you know, you're, you're going to try and learn these life lessons and try and apply them to your real life, but they're not based in sound science and science constantly changes. There are some tenets that we talked about. Of course, if you've been listening to the podcast for such a long time, you know, you definitely need the cardiovascular weight resistance, definitely proper meal planning and mindset. And I think that's where a lot of these camps miss their point. So let's get right into it about weight loss camps and whether it is something to venture into and something that could be successful for yourself personally. When a weight loss camp touts itself as a place where you will lose weight, okay, that's easy. So the question I guess you should ask yourself is how do these lessons or how does the weight loss camp really affect you in real life? Well, if you're not too familiar with weight loss camps, there's millions of them out there, hundreds of them I don't, I don't know and didn't really do a count. But there are others out there that you are secluded away for a limited amount of time and you are provided a, a you know a nice environment for you to kind of get your weight loss monitored and trying to get to the numbers and analyze it to where you should be losing a certain amount of pounds per week. Well, that's great and I can understand that and I think that's one component that is certainly something that they should tout. But at the same time, it's not real life. Once again, there was a very, very popular TV show a long time ago where, you know, you were known as the winner if you lost the most weight. That's not real life. It's not real life because you still have children to raise. You still have a job to go to. You're not stuck in the gym all day long. I mean, as much as you want to think you are, and, and sometimes you guys uh, are in the gym for a couple hours at a time, you're not there from eight to eight. You're not there during lunchtime, breakfast time, dinner, and that's your actual job. That's not real life. Another thing that waste lo- weight loss camps have going against them is that, yes, you may be secluded for a amount of time, but who wants to be secluded? Who wants to be in... in an environment to where you are alone. And, and you that's just not socially acceptable for people that, you know, have families and friends and that have a, an active social life. Weight loss camps try to focus on the weight loss in whatever their program may be. But does that answer the fact that if you are meeting your friends for a Saturday night dinner at 8 p.m., that scenario doesn't fit in the weight loss camp. That's real life. So how do you combat that? How do you have the lessons? How do you understand how it is to translate whatever you're learning during these camps into real life? And real life is, it's hard. It's hard. It is about choices and what kind of choices you can make whether you're eating food, drinking, when to work out, how to work out. Do you have time this afternoon to work out? Am I working out hard enough? Is this the right gym? Is this the right trainer? Is this the right meal plan? Am I doing this right? What exercise is this? i never heard of a deadlift before. I, I don't know. And that's real life. You're not getting that type of lesson in these weight loss camps. The weight loss camps do not focus on that and nor should they I mean, that is not their forte. Their forte is to get you to lose weight in a proper amount of time for the amount of weeks that you sign up for and monitor you and try and teach you as many healthy habits as possible. But you can't have them on your shoulder all the time. No matter how much support they tout to give you, the challenge is that does the support match your lifestyle? Well, how can it when the weight loss camp was designed to not be lifestyle in the real world? I mean, you wake up. You get weighed, I'm sure you have breakfast, I'm sure you do all these things, you work out, you try and stay active, you get counseled, you meet with small groups, and and that's great. These are changing people's lives, but what we're looking for is to change your life in a long-standing, permanent way so that way you never, ever have to have these battles. Now, do they work? Sure they do. Is it something that you can totally rely on? I don't think so. I don't like to use the word "get a jump start" or try to use words as you know just to get me started. Start off slow. I don't believe in that because you give yourself an out. Creating something that's tangible in real life needs to be happen and needs to happen in real life, not in a nice, fancy, dancy, secluded hideaway in the mountains to lose weight. And the meals are prepared for you, and they teach you how to do that. But at three p.m., you probably have to pick up the kids or you're running around for your next PTA meeting, or you're meeting with a business partner. None of those things, you know, are a part of that weight loss camp, but they're a part of your life. And everybody's life is different. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom or you're an active mom, whether you are a remote online worker or you're turning to a million-dollar deal at the bank, but you got to be there at a certain time, that's life for people. Going and changing diapers and moving around and trying to schedule everything in 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 a 10 day, 10 hour workday, trying to schedule things with friends and family. That's real life. So it's hard to learn how to have your weight loss when you're not being trained in real life. You're being trained on a nice, good, pretty ranch or a building or facility or whatever that company does. And you're learning in their environment. So you're training under their terms. Now, could you survive under third terms? Absolutely, because that's what you're practicing for, but you're not practicing for real life. And that's what makes it hard and the success rate little suspect with some of the things that are out there because you're going to lose the weight, but how can you transfer that circumstance and that situation to what you have at home? So that's something kind of to think about when you do consider weight loss camps. Next, there's too much focus on the scale. There's an excitement, there's a selling point, there's a marketing point there when you are dropping five to eight pounds per week. Well, that's not common. Five to eight pounds per week when you're starting from zero to something is fantastic because your body is trying to figure out what's going on. But after a while, you have to realize that you have to be taught certain things. And it's not just what is the scale at the end of the week? Has it gone up? Has it gone down? It can go up and down in the next 15 minutes if I weigh myself. It can go up and down if I drank a, you know, a 32-ounce cup of water. So the numbers on the scale teaches weight loss participants at these camps to focus solely on the scale or tape measure. Or, you know, if they're really, really high tech, you know, a DEXA machine or a bod pod. And I get all that. To me, the scale should never matter. You're going to know if you're losing weight. It shows. It'll show on how you wear certain type of clothes. These aha moments when you are looking in the mirror and you're taking a shower and you see a flatter stomach. Or your cheekbones are a little bit more drawn in. You can see some bone there. The double chin may have gone. That size large shirt for gentlemen that was a button up now is kind of, you know, kind of loose on you around the neckline and around the waist. Those are more motivating for most people and gets them more excited than looking at the number and getting disappointed because they only lost one pound that week. Focusing on the scale and using that as the number or one of the numbers to measure your success is totally wrong. You can't use that number as your make-all or be-all or break-all. It is the break-all. It breaks spirits all the time. I can't believe I just lost this amount of weight, I just lost a quarter of a pound. I just lost one pound. I thought I was going to lose my really worked hard this week. And you probably did at, at the camp and at the ranch and your numbers should show for it. And I believe that, but at the same time, do not go into that scale and look at it and think that it is going to define you because it is not. If you worked as hard as you did this week, take a look at how you're feeling. Take a look at your energy levels. Take a look at what your clothes are feeling, how they feel your movement, are there some aches and pains and less tightness in some areas? Those are better indicators of where you're at than a number on a scale. You're not meat. We're not going to weigh you out. You know, you're not food to be weighed out. The scale is there as probably the best indicator where you are at at that particular time. But it doesn't measure your heart and it doesn't measure your effort. As much as some people would like to believe, oh, well, you, you only used, lost two pounds this week. You got to be working harder. That's dumb. The scale number doesn't match your effort. You could be kicking butt Monday through Friday and get weighed on Saturday morning and it negates a Monday through Friday work ethic that you work super hard. And then on Saturday morning, you get weighed and you're like, man, I thought I, I worked harder than that. You did. It's just that that weight scale at that particular time and that particular moment, weighed that. But it doesn't define your effort, your exercise level, or even how much you want to lose. That's just a small, small, tiny indicator. So focusing on the scale for some of these camps is the wrong thing and the wrong message to send. And if they don't focus on the scale, then they focus on another number as well. The only numbers I would be concerned about are blood work, you know, and probably tape measurement numbers. And, And that's okay. But once again, I wouldn't stake my entire claim on it. Losing weight is a process. Going to these weight loss camps is a process. But I'd like to make sure that you know that your focus should not be solely on the scale. Take a look at how you can translate some of these lessons that you are learning on these camps, if it is a great camp, to your actual everyday life. As a dad, as a mom, as a brother, as a sister, as an employee, as a mentor to other people. How does those habits translate to that? So focusing on the scale for these weight loss camps is something that I I would not encourage you stake all your money and all your plans on because it's only going to lead to disappointment. These are just numbers as guidance, but any company or any type of weight loss facility that focuses that on you, you probably need to walk out of there and get your money back if you can. And finally, with weight loss camps, one of the things that I really, really hope that at least the good ones, I don't go to all of them, is that the lessons... That are there, they're sometimes not based in sound science. Now, science is constantly evolving. We know the tenements and we know that, of course, everybody talks about calories in, calories out. But what they don't tell you is you can focus on that and they can focus on the counseling portion and why you overeat and get and perfectly. You know, I, I, it's a perfect relationship of why you eat and your emotional attachment to food. I get that. But at the same time, you've got to be taught how to lift weights. You've got to be taught how to exercise, not just tell you go into the gym and do your mile walk or go in there and get a couple laps in the pool. There's more to training and exercise and weight loss than that. I mean, if I had the time, I'd love to do a full fitness facility that can focus on your mental aspect, your physical aspect, and try and understand that your emotional attachment to certain foods is something that you can overcome, but you can never outwork a bad diet. So with the tenants that we always talk about and these pillars of fitness, putting that all together and not having you leave there with not knowing how to continue this weight loss. That's a detriment to me. That's a detriment, detriment to the program. You have to be taught these things and then you take ownership and accountability. It's like going to school. You finish with a degree with a certain type of expectation that you know if you're a math major, you know how to do simple algebra. That's an expectation. So, an expectation for you to leave is yes, you should know how to cook your own food. You should know that the weight scale and the number on that is not a determination of who you are as a person and your success of weight loss. You should know how to run a fast sprint. You should know how to have a cool down. You should know how to. Power Clean, you should know how to activate your glutes so that way you can have proper squatting for later on that week. Now, to my knowledge, I don't know of any facility that does that. Most facilities will focus on your emotional attachment, counseling, small group, get you in the gym, in their gym, and getting you active. I would like to actually elevate that and try and give you tools, and that's one of the purposes of this podcast is that you can grab it and go and give you tools and answer some questions that I can answer. If I can't answer, I can't answer it. But for the stuff that I do know, have you listen and realize that maybe some of the things that you thought was Jim, gold, and truth are actually myths? Sound science is sound science. And one of the things that make it sound science is you're constantly revisiting and seeing if those answers to the previous tests still hold true after all these years. Now, there's little tweaks here and there. Yeah. You know, and we can find little things that can make it a little bit better and maybe better design some machines and adapt to people that have some capabilities that cannot do things physically like other people. But the tenets are still tried and true. It's the quality of calorie that you ingest, the quality of protein, your activity level, the intensity of that activity level, your mindset and mindfulness of knowing what to do and how to do it, consistency, frequency, time spent. It's all the same. It's never changed. And science has proven that. And if you want to do a simple experiment, try your absolute best to lose weight. Try your absolute best to do everything you can possibly to make sure you're in shape. And everything that you've done will fall under those categories. Weight resistance. You were tenacious. You had intensity in your workouts. You were very consistent. You planned your meals. Your mindset was there every day. You recovered. You did cardiovascular, low intensity, high intensity. Weight camps and weight loss camps don't dive that deep into it, but why not? Shouldn't they? Shouldn't you be taught how to properly run and recover right after? Shouldn't you be taught that when you are coming here for whatever amount of weeks that you're going to leave there with practically a degree in your personal fitness? You, you should leave these camps and these weight loss ranches with such a fine-tuned mindset for your personal capabilities of how to lose weight, how to prepare to lose weight, how to keep it off, how to prepare your meals, how to exercise, how to train, how to recover. You should leave with that. If you're not, then that's something that you need to reconsider because for all the money that you're paying, you better leave out with a degree with your personal fitness. You should be a doctor of your own personal fitness. Now, will you know everything? You will know everything that you need to, to take from that camp into the real world. And as time goes on, you will adjust it and you will gain more knowledge about yourself. But these are things that I think, in my opinion, that should be taught at these weight loss camps to make you successful. You're making them successful by paying thousands of dollars to be there and lose weight. And you're going to, because they're going to isolate you and and you're at that ranch and you're secluded. I get that. But let's go beyond that. Let's get get you to become successful once you leave that campus and go to your real world where people are expecting you to be there, run this meeting, pick up this kid, put this kid down to bed. Your husband, your wife needs some quality time. Everybody's life is different. Everybody's life is unique. But we've got to get you to leave these places with enough tools to be smarter, quicker, faster, faster and more knowledgeable about you, your fitness, in your real life. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeta.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy stay well and stay fit.
0: Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.